Welcome. Hey y'all, it's Kat here coming to you live for a live stream of the Adventure Paradox podcast. I am so happy to be back in Teton Valley, Idaho. <sighs> We've been gone almost three weeks and to come home, not just to our home, the physical house, the geographical location, the mountains, but most importantly, to our animals. Oh, I'm putting my hands on my heart right now because it is just the most amazing feeling to come home to animals, animals you love so much and who love you so much. Have you been touched by an animal? Have you touched an animal? Have you allowed an animal to touch your heart? You know, I, I connected with my horse today and he was so cute. He came wandering over to me in the pasture. He was chomping on hay and he was so fuzzy. He's grown a lot of fur. That winter coat is coming in on him and he's like a black beauty with a teeny little white star jet. We've been together 14 years. And as he came over, I could just feel his love. Hey, mom, haven't seen you in almost a month. <laughs> but I'm still doing my thing, grazing, healthy as a horse, happy, and so happy to see you. And I was so happy to see him and be seen by him. You know the expression, Children should be seen, not heard. First of all, I think there's a lot to unpack there <laughs> as a society for saying something like that, especially as I was just traveling on so many airplanes for the Thanksgiving holiday. And I believe one out of every four seats was a child. And some of those children you could definitely hear and see. And children are so beautiful. But to actually hear them to hear their voices and be touched by the next generation of humanity is a gift. Babies are a gift. And whether we're talking about baby animals, a kitten, a puppy, a foal, a colt or a filly, or small people <laughs> who don't yet know, but maybe they know more than we do. Maybe that's why we're so touched by them. There's something we have forgotten when we try to play small or stay quiet or not use our voice or not allow ourselves to be touched by things that we're truly called to, that we really love or adore. For example, if you're a horse person and you have always wanted to own a horse, but you've never taken that leap, I get you. I do. I spent a lot of years of my life without horses. I know what it is to take care of someone else's horses and be touched by them. Because it's not about the ownership. It's about the connection that you have, not only with all creatures, great and small, and all humanity, children to the elderly, the greats and the grands. It's actually about the connection that you have to yourself. So this journey that we took, my children were going back to the home that they were born in, that we lived in for eight years, and we ran pony camps in, and I 
took so many people into their own experience of being an essential worker with horses. We had this essential worker certification where you got a little <laughs> trophy that's actually the back end of a horse because the truth is there's a front end and a back end to a horse. And I always joke our old property, we were allowed 8.4 horses. Okay. And I would say, well, if it's going to have to be a half a horse, I'd like the front half, please. <laughs> But why? Because that's where their heart is. That's where their eye is, their soul, their, their personality comes through in the face and the gestures of the ears and the snort, those horse lips that let you know they're relaxed, where they're understanding and processing what it is you're talking about. So I knew it would be a lot for our children to go back to this old home. I knew it would actually be a lot for all of us. We threw a big party, 60 people showed up. We said goodbye at like three days notice <laughs> to all of these amazing people who were part of our community back in the Chicagoland area. And don't worry, we'll keep coming back. We'll probably do retreats and who knows, maybe we'll do a TED talk in Chicago or something. I'm putting that out there in the universe. But the great news is that wherever you go, Wherever you've been is still with you to some extent. I don't mean we're looking back in the rear view. What I mean is that we're touched by the places that we live and we allow ourselves to touch others and be touched by them. And the sign of a community that you've really been touched by and touched others in, that's always with you even after you leave. And some people may come, you know who you are, you're all welcome to come visit. I hope you'll come out to the Tetons for retreats, for experiences, for adventure. But more importantly, I hope that wherever you're living in your daily life, you are being touched by an animal in your life, at, at the heart level, at the soul level, you are touching others in your purpose. Because if you're not doing that right now, something is out of alignment. Something's out of alignment. And I'm going to encourage you to really just take a moment, put your hands together and just ask, where am I being touched at a soul level? And where might I touch another? And this is healthy, safe touch with consent, mutual respect. Like in the animal kingdom, when it's at our best, when we as human beings are at our best with animals, working with them, understanding their inherent nature and our own, it is a gift. It is an absolute gift to be touched by an animal and touch others through your animal, with your animal. Taking your animal out on a walk and seeing the joy that your dog brings to others just by being who they are. What a gift. Don't overlook it. It's, it's really simple. It's really simple. I think we're meant to be seen, we're meant to be heard, and we're meant to be touched by God's beautiful creation. And it might be the animals today for you. And it might be an incredible sunset, the mountains, just the comfort of your home. <sighs> a complete meal, the gratitude available to you in connection. Touch that and stay in touch with it.
Thank you so much for tuning in with me. I wish you a beautiful, beautiful Wednesday. We'll see you next week.